I think, again, their arm was tied up. I think it was intentional for LeBron trying to, you know, release Isaiah Stewart from off of him. I don't think that he intended to hit this man in his face, in his in his eye. Mm, so he, he intended to hit him in the chest is what, he, what you're trying to say. I would go for that. I would definitely okay. go for that. You know what I mean? And okay. that's why as soon as it happened, LeBron reached his hand over like, you know, shit, I didn't mean to hit you there. You know what I mean? So I, I get that. And LeBron kind of, you know, went to see if he was okay. Something was said within that little conversation that really made Isaiah Stewart go off. So what do you feel about Isaiah and his uh, behavior? Uh, I'm be honest, man. If he really was going to do something, LeBron James, he had that 2.5 seconds to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I understand you might be like, God damn, like, LeBron really hit me in the face. But if he was really feeling like, feeling the ways, you know what I'm saying? He could have, he could have did something about it. I think once he realized he was bleeding like that, then he had I to think go that's there. What he had to go there. Off. Right, right, right. Because that was yeah. a, I've never seen so much blood in the NBA game. I can't remember really in my life. Yeah, it's been a minute. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's, it's been a while. I think um, didn't Clay have an injury like that? I don't know, man. I, I cannot remember someone's face, especially in two places, like his eye and his mouth was just full of blood. Like, I can't remember that happening in the NBA nah. game. Nah, yeah, you're right, you're right. It's just, it's like, man, it's it's an unfortunate situation. I mean, I feel like he shouldn't have, you know, disrespected his, fo his folks like that, trying to run him over like he's a running back. Right. You know what I'm saying? You had your, you had your chance to do what you needed to do. If it was all that serious, you could have seen him in the um, in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's HP2M like made a – he makes a good point. I think, like you said, once it kind of sunk in, once he was able to see the replay, once he was realized that he was bleeding, you know, so much, I think that's really where he kind of panicked and, like, turned it up mm -hmm. another level and went at LeBron. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you no, think about – He probably is one of his lick back, man. You know, <laughs> I can get it. I get it. But but this is the king we talking about. Like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you gotta have to be selective. Come on, let's be have some respect. Oh God. This is oh, yeah, just that, not that's no average reason, kid. That's that's the reason he only getting one game, right? You know what I'm saying? Old boy get two and he ain't even touched the boy and he, he get one. Um and he the one that caused the whole whole record. You I'm tripping on how people say LeBron couldn't play it in the nineties era. You see how strong LeBron is off of that one little punch or whatever you oh, want to no, call I'll it, man. But LeBron can't play. I'll never deny that. <laughs> um, I, I'll say this though: in the '90s era, uh, I don't think LeBron plays 19 years. I agree. I definitely agree with that. They would have so beat the you, hell out of him. Just like you feel like he should have been suspended more. Uh, I think I think it should have been the other way around. I think LeBron should have got two, and old boy should have got one. Come on, D. You can't be serious. What, what do you I, mean? I, I got to talk what? to the bosses. You can't be real with that. But, <laughs> so, but and so you feel like the an unintentional? Well, you feel like it was an it intentional, was intentional hit. It doesn't okay. matter. It it doesn't matter whether um it, it hit him in the face or it's in the chest. He meant to throw the elbow, bro. Okay, so let me ask you this: because you you are a real sports fan, you are a real basketball fan. We elbows yeah. are, are part of the game from Oakley to, to you know the Pistons to the old Knicks. So, are you telling me that an elbow, even if it's intentional, is more 
of a concern than the behavior Isaiah Stewart had running around that court knocking people over? I mean, what caused it? You can't you can't tell that man how to react. Yes, you can. See, see, uh, you, see, that's the problem. We can't have that street <laughs> mentality. See, you taking it to the streets. We can't that we can't have that in the NBA on the court at that. Like you see how okay. how Melo did with KG. Melo waited to one of the wait to after like they was gonna get it popping mid court, but Melo shit said after the game, man, I'm going to the bus. We gonna handle this shit. Melo is also the same person that during the uh, the fight when he was in Denver, punched the dude in the face, uh, <laughs> snuck somebody, and then ran to the other side of the court. Melo like, that, got that, into it with somebody. I that Mello. He got he got into it with somebody the other night too in the Detroit game after the yeah. whole altercation happened. He was like, "Yo, why are you over here?" Like that shit kind of went viral. So okay, my thing about it is I just feel like the NBA dropped the ball because the Lakers' next game is in Madison Square versus the Knicks. They only play in Madison Square once a year, so the Knicks fans, you, for whatever it's worth, is not going to see LeBron this season. You gotta punish him. What do you mean? You so what if so what on, if they would have skipped? Like, oh, what if they? I'm on, talking man. crazy, Darren. I will give you that. I will give you that, doing? but I'm just saying, what if they would have skipped the Knicks game and suspended LeBron the next game? Would you have had a you, problem with that? You don't, then you got to be like that for everybody else. You can't just sit there and pick and choose because he's LeBron. <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all LeBron fans is killing me, bro. Yeah. Y'all killing me, man. Y'all ridiculous. Because like, I'm looking on, at this bro. thing, D, from the business aspect. Yo, you know what LeBron brings to the table, right, bro. Yeah, and when you cool. know LeBron come to New York, cool. th there's no other athlete that's gonna bring people out to Madison Square Garden like it's LeBron. A lot James. of people, it's a lot of people that go crazy in, in the garden, bro. It's, it's okay. Yes, it is people that we go crazy, one, but we we I'm, we made a lot of money on LeBron. We we can we can stand to miss one night. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, HB, I don't know what the hell Russell was doing. Russell tried oh, nah, to square you know, up. You know, Russ, you know, you got to play fake tough. And at least, at least I will commend uh, Anthony Davis waking up, you know what I'm saying, and and taking the game over. Like, he, right. like I wish I saw that all the time, you know what I mean? What do you so, think about the Lakers? What do I think about the Lakers? Like, where did you, where did you have them at the beginning of the year when you found out that they had Melo and Russell? And, and what do you think about them now? That we done seen okay. some product. So before anything, I thought I had Brooklyn as my number one team. Before I knew that uh, that that Kyrie was gonna be like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not taking the vaccine. Before I knew that, I still had Brooklyn being a little better than than the Lakers. So I thought the Lakers was just too damn old, and I knew that Russ was gonna throw off that chemistry, and it was it was gonna see, you know. And now at this point, I think they need to send somebody over and re-injure Clay Thompson. Because if Clay Thompson <laughs> get back with Golden State Warriors, I, I don't see how they beat them. Here we Especially go. With the chemistry, and you know what Russ, you know what uh, Steph do to Russ. You know what I'm saying? I'm confused. Why y'all so gung ho on fucking Clay Thompson? What do you mean? Why all of a sudden is Clay Thompson the deal breaker in the NBA? Like we okay, haven't so we watched. Gonna here, we gonna sit here and act like he he don't when he get hot, drop forty on you in the quarter. That that Clay Thompson, bro. About there's the a lot that, that puts OKC he, out. Uh, that's a fact. Up three one. That's a Clay fact. Thompson? 
We're talking about the Clay Thompson who has never took a team on his own and went anywhere. We're talking about that Clay oh, Thompson. No. We're talking but, about the Clay Thompson who wouldn't have any hardware if it wasn't for Steph Curry and Kevin oh, Durant. No, I mean, I'm talking about that I, Clay look, Thompson. No disrespect, but I I don't think um I don't think Steph wins without Clay. I think it's a it's a marriage. You know okay, what I respect that. I respect yeah, that. But I, my thing about think, it is this. My thing about yeah. it is this. You expect Klay Thompson to come back after this injury, jump back into this lineup, be 100%, and because and, you know they're going to have to be adjustments being made. Wiseman's not even playing. Wiggins is playing well, but his minutes is going to have to get adjustments. Jordan Poole, he's playing well, but minutes are going to have to get adjusted when Klay gets back. And you don't know if he's 100%. You don't really know what type of Klay Thompson you're getting. You really mean to tell me that Golden State is going to be that much of a threat? I know they got the best record right now, but I don't see Klay Thompson being a make or break in no NBA. Okay. Um, what has he done? Remember, what has he remember done? When KD, remember when KD went down and and came back? That jumper's still wet, right? I'm no just doubt. saying. If the no jumper, doubt. you don't need him to do much. You know what I'm saying? Hey, just be open when I get the ball to you. If the legs see, I don't wanna... like they're supposed to and the jumper is wet, we fine. We got Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins can can um can defend. We we got Gary Payton Jr. um now that can defend. You don't gotta do all that no more. Then you got Wiseman coming back. You know, I know a young guy, but you know, he got the upside too. My brother Atlanta since eighty two say that if Clay is half the player he used to be, Golden State is gonna win the chip. How? How do y'all sit here and say that Golden State is going to walk away with that Larry O'Brien trophy when you got Miami and Brooklyn and the Lakers? I don't, I'm confused. Much respect to Golden State, but let's not act like in 2016 when they had Clay, when they had Steph, they blew the 3 1 lead to LeBron in Cleveland. That really happened. If it wasn't for Kevin Durant going to Golden State in 2017, they wouldn't even have went back to the finals, much less win two more. Y'all putting too much mustard on Klay Thompson, and I'm and I'd rather see y'all praise Steph more than what y'all giving Steph is played for. This is where your argument is flawed. Don't forget that that Kyrie was there, was 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 going crazy, and don't forget. That that was probably the best we've ever seen Draymond play, and then they got Draymond out of there on that game, that game four or five. When Draymond came back, Draymond put up like forty, um, like twenty points. He that had game, a Draymond game. had an unbelievable game seven. But again, that goes yeah, to my argument, though. But that goes to my argument because <laughs> when you look at that sample size, and then when you look at 2015 when they won the first championship, Draymond would give you twenty five points a game easily. We don't have y'all don't have that no more coming out of Draymond. So I don't see how Clay Thompson can come and you don't need it. So who who you think you're getting that production from? Don't need it when you get Clay back and Wiggins is going. Look, Wiggins look like a new player, bro. That don't look like the player that was in Minnesota. So so Andrew Wiggins Wiggins is that okay? What about the Andrew Wiggins that was in Cleveland? What about the one that was in Cleveland that got drafted number two? Hey man, you know we talking about past stuff. They not it ain't that, it ain't there no more, G. Okay. You you, okay. you want to bring up the past? Like people piss me off when they when they do this argument. Well, before LeBron came back to Cleveland, uh, what was Kyrie doing with Cleveland? Like like Cleveland was actually helping Kyrie 
to win a championship when they didn't put nobody around him to help him. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, you gotta make you gotta make this fair. When LeBron okay. got there, they moved heaven and earth to help out LeBron. But Darian, how can you have that argument when Kyrie? Now, no one season he was hurt. He had two opportunities in Boston. He was in Boston for two years. So what's your hurt. excuse then? He was hurt. Wait, oh, the man, man can't do nothing when the legs is gone, man. What, what do you want him to do? You know what I'm saying? Just like uh, that. I'm not gonna say it's dirty, but I feel like Giannis ain't had no business being under the goal to mess up um, to mess up uh, Kyrie coming down from that layup. And that, that threw the whole momentum off the uh, the Brooklyn game. You know what I'm saying? Kyrie just keeps finding himself in these these situations now since ever since he left LeBron. It's weird. I don't know what LeBron did to this man. You know what I'm saying? Maybe right. maybe maybe Kyrie should have let LeBron keep calling him that um uh son or that whatever. Son. Trying to make it seem like LeBron was a father figure. You know, maybe he should have let that go, let that slide. And maybe his career would have been different. You know what I'm saying? Right. It would have been a good selling point. But nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? That Kyrie got that Kobe mindset. He's like, man, I already got a dad. What are you talking about? You know? So, Former Phoenix Suns player know, Sean Marion, he says he feel like he should have been a part of that NBA 75th anniversary team. Sean Marion feel like the numbers don't lie. He should have been a part of the list. Uh, you see that? Nah, nah, Sean. I didn't see that, but nah, Sean. I love Sean, man. But Sean got the ugliest jumper in life. You know what I'm saying? He was a hell of an athlete, but that jumper was trash. And you got other players that are probably better than him. Um, if they didn't the make case, it. Are we putting Joe Johnson? Are we? If you want to go somebody in his tier, we putting Joe Johnson in that top 75? We putting um 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 Katino Mobley in that top seventy five, Steve Francis. These are the same guys that are probably like in his tier, bro, like borderline uh stars. And I'm trying to go back to Phoenix, but you know, I know he played in Dallas. I don't remember Sean Marion being the best player on his team at any point in his career. I can't remember. He was never the best yeah, I don't know where he getting this argument from, but he feel like, you know, he should have been on the list. Numbers don't lie. Kyle Lowry, now with the Miami Heat, he said he is going to sign a one-day contract before it's all done with the Toronto Raptors, and he's going to retire in Toronto. Do you like Kyle Lowry saying this in his first year with Miami, talking about retirement and as well his intent to go back to Toronto to do it? Because I don't really feel that. I don't really like that. You know, it's not a big deal. A lot of players go back to teams that they've been on, organizations that they've been with for a long time, you know, sign the one time, the one year, the one day contract and retire with that organization. It's all good. I just got a problem with Kyle Lowry saying it and saying it in his first year with Miami leaving Toronto. Like you now publicly saying that you miss being home, you miss all right, you miss home already. Kyle, 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 man. I, you know why, Kyle? I think Kyle is used to being loved, and Toronto actually loved him. Right. And they'll love him in Miami like they love, like they love uh, Butler or they love uh, who's that young kid, Hero. And, and Bam, I, and, but why is that? Why is that though? 
because Kyle got hardware. So why? And, and it's early. It's early. He's. Uh, I mean, honestly, um, you got too many guys that got upside, man. And I mean, I understand he got the hardware, but are we really gonna sit here and pretend like, uh, like Kawhi wasn't the one that was that literally put the team on his back? All Kyle really had to do was play really good defense and show heart. He 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 basically, um, was like a Marcus Smart at that point in time. You right. You right. To me anyway. You're right. Because even before Kawhi came, LeBron used to dog walk, walk Toronto. So, you know, I could see in a sense my Amy feeling like you still got something to prove before you get any cachet here. Jimmy Butler has been proven. Bam has been proven. Tyler Hero made a statement. He feel like he's up there with the Java Rants in them. He's showing off this season. So these guys are improved, are proven. And um, I think Kyle Lowry just got some work to do. You know what I'm saying? But I just got a problem with this nigga just leaving Toronto. Now he's talking about, you know, signing even just a little simple one-day contract. Like, that shouldn't even be on your mind, and you shouldn't be speaking that publicly so early into this season. Where's your focus at? Kind of bug me out. <laughs> Oh, man. But I'm about to get up out of here, man. Salute to all of y'all, man. Big up to my guy, Atlantis is 82. Shout out to HB2N. Subscribe to HB2N, man. You do some good content, man. Dope music and, you know, your videos will be on your shit. So salute to HB2N. Keep doing your thing. Good work over there. Salute to my bro, Atlantis is 82. Shout out to Darian, my guy, for joining me. The shooter, y'all niggas know the vibes. Y'all stay safe, man. I'm Seven Mitchell with the best of seven sports talk. I'm about to get up out of here. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so. And I am out. Peace, y'all. All right, man. Peace to my NBA family. It's your host, Seven Mitchell with the best of seven sports talk. I just wanted to take this time out to say thank you to each and every one of you guys for so much support for the podcast. I hope you guys are really enjoying some of the outside the box angles we take bringing you in these NBA storylines. Please don't forget to like and share. Most importantly, rate the podcast. You can follow us on social media. All the links will be in the description. And if you would like to contribute to the Best of 7 Sports Talk platform, we have merchandise available as well as links for the merch and donations will be all in the description. Once again, thank each and every one of you guys in the NBA community for supporting the show. This is Seven Mitchell with the Best of 7 Sports Talk. Let's talk some NBA action.